Anchor Station. Let's look at ourselves in position. We're going to hear what the Word of God is speaking. We're going to be over there kind of drilling a little bit on the book of Colossians. See what the Holy Spirit has got to say to us. For those who come into our ask the uh, Podbean Station, it's going to be Apostle Charles Ellis on the Harvest New Life Church International. You can catch us there. And we're going to be back just getting ourselves in position to move forward here. Going to try to kill three birds and one stone, which I know we can do. It's not a problem. You just got to kind of manage the things and push it forward. Let's just say play it forward. So we're going to move on this particular segment right here. We're going to have an anchor show running. For those who come into our anchor show, receive the actually a link. Just go to that link. It'll bring you right into the anchor show. For those who come into my Podbean show, you're going to catch it on the Harvest New Life Church on Apostle Charles Ellis. You should catch us right there. And for those who come to actually speak a show, most of you will join us. You pretty much know how that goes. So we're going to let the music solidify itself here just a bit. And we're going to push ourselves forward. And we're going to hear what the Word of God has to say that's coming from the kingdom of God. As I said before, we're going to be over in the book of Colossians. We're going to talk about a few things there. And we'll hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us on this particular afternoon. Or this evening here at HLC Studios. Give me a minute. I'll be right with you guys. Let's get ourselves in position, get moving here. The word of God is going to be speaking to us on this particular afternoon. Let's move forward and bring our music back. Father God, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you for this time and this moment. As we get ready to come into your presence, there's always an opportunity to come before your throne. And always an opportunity to hear what you have to say through your conduits in the seasons that we're in. Father God, let it not be me, but it be all of you. That even as we move forward, Father God, let the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit begin to indwell and move, Father God. We continue to launch that which you have given me on tonight to bring to your people. Father, we thank you. We bless you for all the listening ears and all those who are part of the service we don't hear at HNLC Studios. It's just a blessing. To my beautiful wife, my beautiful daughters, sons, thank God for each and every one of them. And all my good friends in the ministry that helps push this team together, help us continue to move. Just move up the ladder and do what God has called us to do. You know, we take our hats off to you. We love you guys. We thank God for you. We thank God for you guys for helping us to move forward and do this work here at HNLC Studios. Let's get moving here. Let's kind of go with ourselves and move kind of swiftly the scripture over here. The book of Colossians. I want to move kind of expeditiously into this particular scripture. Let's go to the book of Colossians. We're going to look at it in some different versions here. We're going to try to keep this under 30 minutes, but we're going to put a lot of information to you, uh, to you as we get ready to go. We're going to look at it from the Derby translation. We're going to
try to announce these verse, these uh, particular uh, books out as we go forth, so we get a good understanding of what the Holy Spirit is giving us here, talking about this particular area in the book of Colossians. Paul lays out a very powerful word to the people of Colossians about the deity of God, the power of God, the illumination of God, the effectiveness of God in our lives and in your life as we go forth on a daily basis, how he constantly pushes the word of God to the point that it's almost just extraordinary. And when you hear these particular uh, sayings that Paul talks about, he goes over in the international version, to go to the ninth verse in uh, Colossians chapter 2. Let's look at the new international. Let's look at the NIV version, the international version. And look at the particular ninth verse. It says, In Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in the body. And he talks about this in the tenth verse. He says, in, in Christ, you have been bought to fullness. He is the head of every power and authority. Now, when you think about that, you, you, you write it in your notes. You look at the word of, of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 121 brings a very strong confirmation how you got a Romans 4 and 17 in you. Nobody has the authority over you. But you got to know how to seek God on your own. You got to realize what the word of God decrees and declares in the book of Matthew chapter 6. And on that fifth down to that particular ninth verse, he's speaking to you how you really need to get along with Christ. And this is why you hear me say, just don't continue to keep running up behind people. It's okay if you have people who help your character, but you don't put your faith in MAN or WMAN. You listen to what has to be said, and you follow the rules and regulations, and you know you get busy. He comes back over here, and we look at the word as we kind of go backwards here. In an amplified edition, go into particular uh, uh, 11th verse over here in the amplified edition. We're going to start at the 10th verse, because I'm going to make sure we get a good confirmation of full understanding of this because we're going to go back to a little bit of breakdown of this. It says in the 10th verse, and you are in him, look here, made full and having come to the fullness of life. The word of God decrees and it declares, not going all the way through this air and edition, that before you were born, created, and designed and engineered, am I there? God called you to be a conduit. God gifted you and anointed you gave you the ability, according to Jeremiah 29, 11, that he's, he, he knew the plans and the thoughts he had for you. He said, good plans, not of evil. But it comes right back, and you look at this area in the Amplified Edition, and he says it very strongly in the 10th verse. He said, and you are in him, notice what he said, made full and having come to the fullness of life in Christ, you are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And look here, reach full spiritual structure. Look here, I said this. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to reach full spiritual structure. That means full maturity. The Bible said, if I walk upright, when I seek God, Matthew 6 and 33, the Bible said, the structure and the ability, this don't come from man, it comes from you getting and prostrating yourself before God. Whatever it is that God already created and designed in you, you got the ability to get in your secret place, according to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, and you got to seek God. The Bible declares he already knows because he's the one who gave you the gift. You ain't on somebody to appease you, give you a piece of paper. You letting somebody give you some kind of authenticity to make you feel something that God already designed and engineered you to be. Look at this over here. We'll go to the 11th verse. We're going to look at it over here in, in, in a Derby translation. 
And the Derby translation says like this in the 11th verse. We're going to kind of go through this thoroughly and look at this. It says in the 11th verse, And whom also you have been, look here, circumcised, somebody, with the circumcision not done by hands. Can I, can somebody help me? Not done by hands of the flesh, but the circumcision of Christ. And I've had to go back to the Amplified Version. Now look at it in the Amplified Version. Now look at that particular verse. He says it like this in the Amplified Version. He said, in him you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, but in the spiritual circumcision performed by Christ, by what? Stripping off the body of flesh, the whole corrupt carnal nature with the passion, come on somebody, and lust. The word agrees and it declares over in the book of Ephesians, that was in you and me. Matter of fact, Romans chapter 3 makes it very clear. Paul's word to them over in the book of Colossians chapter 3 told them about the process of their immaturity. I got to come to you and feed you with milk but not with meat because he'll throw you still not able. You're still fighting and biting and kicking and scratching. You want to walk with the fullness of the giftings of God. Am I there with somebody? But the word of God decrees, according to the book of 1 Corinthians, he says over in 1 Corinthians, in that particular 7 verse, he said, you got to learn how to deal with the manifest. You got to learn how to grow. What are you growing in? You go to the book of Colossians, I mean Galatians. Galatians says in 5.22, you got to develop the fruit factors. If you're going to walk in the fullness of the anointing of the power of God, you got to develop some stuff. I hear the word of God speaking over in Jeremiah in that book of John chapter 15, that he's the true vine. And the father is the vine dresser. Whenever God gifts you with something, he gave you the ability through the word of God in Jeremiah 29, 11, there's a rule in place that they declares the decree that you can't fail. Somebody needs to talk to me. I don't know who you are, but whatever it is that you tangled up in, you need to get out of it. You need to find out what it is that God has in store for you and what he's already doing for you. It's never what God is doing to do. The work is out. He said it's complete. He said, our tizzle died. The work is done. You keep going. I, I, I go to a lot of conference. I hear people say, what God is going to do. No, I don't hear it say that. I believe the word of God declares, according to Psalm 46, that he's a very present help. Somebody in a very present time of need. That means whenever you call on God in the midst and prostrate yourself and you go to call on God like he got a hearing aid. The Bible says, I will hear you and by no means I will not answer you. God said, now one of your prayers, if you sincere about what you want to do with me and follow my rules and regulations, I guarantee you, now one of your prayers are never touch the ground. It's amazing. You talk about the power of God. When God sent forth a prophet to prophesy a word in your life because you feel like you can't see it in the natural. But through the power of the Spirit, God said, when you come to understand and realize that I'm a God can do anything. Didn't he say it? Jeremiah 32 and 17. Is there anything too hard for me to do? And you begin to realize that there was a word prophesied to you years ago. You didn't understand how to maturity understand to get that prophecy and run with it. But I declare by the word of God, man of God, look at God is about to do a reenactment. Because I'm, I'm telling you, man, the, the, perfect, the word the perfect, it don't carry expiration date. You can go back and get it and bring it to fruition. 
Everything that the enemy, everything that the kinker and the locust has tried to steal from you, man, woman, God, you got to go back and you're going to have to re-up and you got to declare and decree that every word according to Isaiah 55, 11, that he spoke out his mouth will not go void, but it will accomplish in your life whatever it is that he said you can do. Quit looking at the people to boost you and boast you, getting yourself messed up and tangled up with words that just make you feel good. Slot machine pulling and giving you information about giving money about something that God never told you that he said. Don't let nobody slot ties you and pull you and make you feel because it's the MA, it's the mammon that's gonna make you get your gift. Listen to me, man, woman God. The word of God comes back over here and he makes it very clear. You look it over in the King James Version. You look at it very carefully as we finish it out here. And I'm not going to be with you that long because I know I got to move because I know I will go with you. He said over in the book of Colossians, Paul's perfect word about the power of God that dwells in you. I'm talking about the main Godhead that's in you, created in you, designed in you, engineered in you before you was born. In your mother's womb, God called you, gave you direction, engineered you, told you to prostrate yourself, coming from you, all who in heavy laden. If you walk upright, no good thing that I would hold for you. When your ways pleasing me, God is talking to you. You obey my commands, my statutes, and all my precepts. Am I there with somebody? The Bible says there's nothing I would hold from you. I'm not a God that I shall lie. I'm not like a man. I'm not a son of any piece of a flesh that I got to repent. I've been given the commandment to bless. I will do what I said I'm going to do. He says over in the book of Colossians, in the King James Version, the Bible declares like when you understand, when you make a commitment to Christ, the word of God speaks over in Romans, if it's certainly right, you could probably look it up. I don't mind being corrected, but I'll be the Holy Spirit moved with accuracy. He says in Romans 10, 8, 9, he says in that Romans 10, 8, 9, he says, he says, he said, what sayest thou? The word of God is in you. Listen to what he's doing. He's rebirthing your slack and your mental thinking. He's trying to get you to say, get you to see that if you trust in me, I'm all I, I, I got everything you need because I'm the God, I'm the, I'm the fullness of the Godhead. Can't nobody, you, you hear the old folks, can't nobody do you like Jesus. Am I there with somebody? When you look at Romans and you begin to confess that what God has given you the ability to speak and declare out of your own mouth. He says it in his own form. He says in Romans 10, you look at that Abraham, he said, but what say it? The word, he's talking about the W-O-R-D. He says right there near you in your mouth. What is he telling you? Romans 4 and 17. Man and woman, God, you got to be able to believe, declare, and call things. Am I there? That be not though if they were. He said, well, what sayest thou? That Romans 10, 8, 9. The word of God is not thee in thy mouth and in thy heart. Come on, I'm, I know I'm there. That if the word of God of faith which we preach, that if I confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus and shall believe up off in thy see that's you got it. So you try to get the outside right, get your heart right. They keep trying to make you look good from a fleshly standpoint of view, uh, giving you all these words that make you feel good and make you jump and squirm and you go home at the end of the day still with a damaged heart. The word of God makes it very clear. You got to come to me with the heart. When you come with the heart, you understand the precepts of the giftings of the nine gifts of the spirit that has got to be in relationship with the nine fruits of the spirit. The number one gift in the nine gifts of the fruits, you got to learn how to have a good heart. Love. You can't get no joy if you ain't got no love. 
Am I there? He says over in Romans 10, in that particular ninth verse, that if you could, that if I should confess with thy mouth, there with somebody, that Jesus said, believe in thy heart, that heart that God has raised him from the dead, somebody, thou shall be saved. The Bible declares, for with the heart, see, he works that, that heart. You worried about the outside, but God looking at the inside. Ain't it amazing when he had to check his own prophet Samuel about the way he looked at David? And David looked, that's how people look at you. See, people look at you as if you ain't got what it take. Somebody, you, you got to talk to me. You you ain't got the book writing degrees or book writing assignments. You ain't got no church walls. You ain't got no building. You 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 ain't got a bunch of alphabets. You ain't got a bunch of robes. You ain't got necklaces hanging. You you ain't got people dragging on you. The Bible says I need you to do one thing. And that Romans ten and ten, he said, for if the heart a man believeth unto righteousness. And what the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Am I am I there? The word says like this. He said, For the scripture said, Whoever believeth our own born belief on him shall not be ashamed. The Bible declares about this ethnicity thing that we deal with in the body of Christ. Some of them in the poor pit and still putting the Trump and all this other method about this uh, Republican and uh, but they don't know how to run for the kingdom of God. I, 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 I'm gonna call it like I see it. I can remember a man. He 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 actually cursed the body of Christ because they voted. He, he feel irregularly about a vote session that took place, and he was, this man was so far off in left field. He's creating havoc among God's people based on a man-made elephant in a donkey. The word of God decrees and declares over here in this particular Romans uh, ten and that twelve verse. He said, "For there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek." For the same, look here, but the same Lord over all is rich into all that call upon him. I, I need to move back over here to Colossians. I got to go, but I'm I'm, I'm going to come at you for a minute. I'm going to talk to you for a minute. The word of God comes back over in the book of Colossians and he goes from Colossians in that 12th verse, that area over that 2 and 12. He said, buried with him in baptism. Come on, somebody. Buried with him in baptism wherein you also are raised with him look here through the faith of the operating of look, look, somebody operations of God who has raised him from the dead the Bible declares and it decrees that when you go back over to the ninth verse you understand the power that God is beginning to speak in this area where Paul speaking to him over in the book of Colossians. Paul re-ups and he comes back over and he backs up from 10. He goes back up over there to that ninth verse. He said, in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead. But look, look the, the whole, the, the bodily. He comes back down and he looks at you as if something wrong with you. He said, what is it you don't understand? That if you confess with your mouth and believe up off in your heart, as it says in Romans, that God raised himself from the dead, the Bible said, you shall be saved. See, when you understand that method, the Bible said, now you have been buried with him in baptism and also raised with him through the faith of the operations of God who has raised him from the dead. Come on, somebody. I know I'm there. Look what he says in the 13th verse. He says it like this. And you being dead in your sins. That's I said Ephesians chapter 2 over there. Dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh. 
has he quickened you together with him, having forgiven you for all your trespasses. The Bible declares in the creeds when they had the ordinance, and you talk about the ordinance, and you talk about the process when these men in these old days, when they wrote these ordinances, like these men that got who put these different laws against you, but when you create a, some kind of, uh, something that goes against the law, the Bible said they write these little writings against you, these little manuscripts that probably was some kind of writing or some kind of Masonic law back then that they appointed as being an ordinance. But when you broke it, they held you accountable as if an illusion way that in they gave it to you. But God comes back and says something great on this area of the scripture right here. Let me, let, let me look at this right here, real good right here in this area of the 14th verse before I go on in this. He said, blotting out the handwriting, look here, of a man's ordinances. Ah, that's that, that, that. Come on, somebody. See, when, when, when God, when Jesus, when the Son of Man died on the cross, he spoiled all principalities and powers. He knocked down every law that ever was made by any kind of teaching of any kind of man-made substance. I'm telling you, man and woman of God, the Bible says to him that believeth all things. The Bible goes back over there in the book of Colossians. He makes it very clear. He's a blotting out the handwriting of an ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us. Come on, somebody. And took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross. When they actually got in the position in these old Masonic days, when they take the ordinance or whatever it was, when a man done his time, they either write through it, scratch through it with a pencil, or they are nailed through it as an indication time served. But I'm telling you something, man of God and woman of God, when God finished the task or whatever it is, God said, I'll break every act of every man's signature, everything that a man has tried to put together to make himself seem more than what he ought to be. I broke every scale, every appearance and every letter that he ever put in position. When I died on the cross, I, I destroyed every law that a man, I abolished everything that was trying to be necessary to hold you back for what I declared for you on your life. Father God, I thank you. I bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I know I got to run, but I believe in the name of Jesus that even as I begin to speak the word, Lord, you moving in the lives of these men and women of God. You touching them. You're looking over them, Father God, and you're giving them an understanding to realize that you're always in control. Father God, whatever they may be dealing with, whatever time they're living in, you decreed your word, Father God. You said, Father God, in your own word, Father God, that we'll see things happening to the left and to the right, according to Psalms 91. Matter of fact, that six and seven tells you, you'll see a thousand falling on the left and a thousand falling on the right. But God talks about the presence of the protection that's around you and that's on you. That gives you the ability to move forth and do all that he commands you to do in the seasons that you're in. I tell you, man and woman, God, let, me, let, let, let the peace of God Dwell in your house, around your house, on your house, and whatever it is that God is having for you to do, whatever he's telling you to do, don't seem sensible. Look, get, you, get yourself together and fast. Pray and ask God. Guide me through the shadows of the valley of death. Let me know and understand that you are always with me, that you said you will never leave me or forsake me. You will be with me to the very end. Father God, I thank you for the man and woman God being with us on today. As we declare your word, as you said to your people. Father God, these things I speak not of myself, but to the power of the most high God. I decree and declare this a word in the third heaven, that it won't be changed by any outside force of any negativity to try to come against it, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, for this word. I declare that it's done. And I thank you, Father God, for this time and night, Father God, as we said, we lay me down to sleep. Father God, give them peace. 
given peace that surpasses all men's understanding. They may clearly know and understand that they are all, that you are in control, Father God, of everything that's going on in and around and on their life. Father God, we thank you. We bless you for the man and woman, God, for being with us on tonight. We ask you to touch them. Let your spirit rule and reign upon them, rest upon them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we declare right now, Father God, that it's done. Your precious and powerful and mighty name, we pray, Lord. Amen.